Welcome to today's podcast. With us today, we have Andy Wilson, the owner of Presson. For the last 23 years, Presson have been a disruptive force in the wide format printing industry. And today we find out why. Andy, welcome. Can you share your career path and journey to the printing industry? My career path journey was was actually quite short. Um, Mm -hmm. I was, uh, I was, and, and still am to a certain extent uh, the, the the sales um, side of the business. Um, and I started off I started off in newspapers. I worked for a, a local newspaper in um, in Kent Kent Messenger Group newspapers, and they taught me all the tricks of the trade in, in how to sell. But I, I spent a couple of years there in my late teens, um, uh, early early twenties, and um, actually twenty. And um, they taught me what I needed to know to, to communicate with people. And and then I, I happened to, I, I got a bit sort of, you know, bored of that. And I was quite ambitious when I was younger. And I heard a, through a, a friend of a friend that, who knew someone who was working on this new type of uh, printing technology. I knew nothing about printing. I mean, I worked for a newspaper, so I knew what a printing press looked like. But this... Um, this, I, I wasn't from the world of reaper graphics or design or anything like that. I just, uh, I just fancied the opportunity of getting up into London and 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 getting, you know, my first foot into that threshold. And this, this seemed like a good opportunity. And I literally just went up there for. I took two weeks holiday from this newspaper, and I spent two weeks in this um, in this new large format printing company, which was called Big Bills Limited. Um, okay. One electrostatic plotter. Um, in a in an unused office at the bottom of Reactor Graphics in Scrutton Street, and um, and uh, yeah, I just did two weeks of bashing the phone book, got a couple of leads, um, and they and they kept me on, and and I worked there. I, I didn't realise at the time, but that was the first one of the one of the an, an early large format printing um, bureau, and and the um, and the area was you know Scrutton Street um uh Paul Street Leonard Street that sort of east london um area was where where all the photo studios were and where all the reaper graphics houses were mm-hmm. um for for the advertising agencies in 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 west london so we would be we'd be working you know we were trying to sort of align ourselves with that and then um big bills got sold out to a a bigger American company. Um, I, I left and got into, started looking at screen and light companies. I worked for a couple of large uh, billboard companies. Um, only short amounts of time. I was I was very young, and and to be honest, I was I didn't have an apprenticeship. I didn't have um, I didn't have an awful lot of qualifications, and I was very much blagging my way in and out of okay. these places. And it didn't take them long to realise that I'd blagged it. So, um, so I didn't, I didn't stay in, in places for very long, but I did, I did sort of, you know, people were interested in me in the, in the bigger companies because I'd worked with this digital technology and, and after a few years, and it was only a few years, um, you know, I did, I did kind of know what I was talking about in terms of selling the thing. I didn't know how to make it, but I knew how to sell it. I knew what the opportunities were. And then Big Bills, I went. I left Big Bills, went back there, 
after a little tour around East London. And um, and they sold out to an American firm, brought in all the usual sort of management, um, you know, a few more rules and regulations that I didn't really conform mm-hmm. with. But the, 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 the general consensus that I found within the traditional print and repro um, uh, firms that I'd, I'd worked with and for, they didn't really take this new technology seriously. And it was all kind of a bit of a fad and they couldn't see how the big Heidelberg presses that they'd invested in, spatial presses and in the screen, all the big cameras they had and all that technology was just going to disappear. They just, they didn't take it seriously. They thought it was going to be a fad. Okay. Whereas I, I thought it was very much the future and I could see particularly the younger generation. I, I mean, you know, my generation in my 20s, it was easy to communicate with them the advantages of being able to print stuff for the next day and, um, uh, uh, and, and, and in a bespoke fashion. You don't need to print 200 stores. We can do one store. Yeah, and that, and that was gathering kind of that was gathering um, some pace. So I, I, when 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 the bigger firm took over big bills um, in in the late nineties, um, there was the opportunity because they made a lot of my my team redundant. So we sort of went right. Well, why don't we go and do this ourselves and do it our way? Right. And um, and that was that was how Press On was born, really. That's amazing, isn't it, really, how we, how we all kind of gather all of these things and how kind of people who are so established in business just don't see the potential of new technologies? Yeah, and I think, I think it, you know, it, it, as much as it was difficult because I had all these, the, the, the print industry, it, it was full of people that had, that had worked their way up through the business. It was good like that in terms of, you know, you started off on – on 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 in a in a department, and then you worked your way up. And if you were if you were good, then you you, you got leadership opportunities. But the industry was kind of stale when it was stayed, and it needed to change. And and and, and I could see that. But it, 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 there was a younger generation coming through as well, that particularly in the design side of it, that wanted to wanted to that that, that couldn't communicate with that old guard. Mm-hmm. And um, and obviously us being young and slightly rebellious, they it was it was yeah we can do this. I can remember working for the big firms and we had we had we had digital technology within those firms, and and we get an opportunity from a from a design company. I, I remember doing work for for the Virgin Megastores, and there was a design agency in in Islington. His name escapes me. And they were like, we'd go in there and we'd go, look, yeah, we can do this, we can do that. And we could, well, then we'd go back to the firm. And because this type of work, this instant, you know, turnaround, next day delivery was was not really done, the old mm-hmm. guard with the, the production managers were like, well, well, you know, that's not going to happen. Well, we can't do that. Well, this, mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't, you know, well, well, how do they think this is going to work? And because it didn't fit with their production schedules, you know. Yeah. So the only way that it was ever going to, you know, really take off for us was for press on was, was by, you know, setting our own firm up and doing it our own way. And we've built a business, you know, our, our team here have built a business for, for 20, um, 23 years nearly now we've, we've, we've been going by being that company that you call on Friday night when everyone else has let you down. Yeah. You know, we still, we still get that. It's still, it's still our, you know, you, you know, having a company that, that is accessible and and that doesn't you know say well that's not going to happen and this can't be done and you know this is the, the problem with this is which is what we got from the old guard 
in 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 absolutely. In, in, what kind of kit did you start with back then, Andy? Well, it was it was it was electrostatic plotters. So we mm-hmm. were predominantly doing billboards uh, originally for for the ad agencies, um, and that was <laughs> that was interesting because you know the one of the opportunities with with the electrostatic plotters were where we could do one-off billboards. Yeah. So I was going around all the agencies trying to sell these billboards. Um, and, you know, saying, look, I think the typical price of getting a screen, a wet screen proof of a billboard was about four and a half grand then. And I was going around all the agencies and telling them, look, you can have one for, you know, for 750 quid. Wow. Because it was so cheap, they, they didn't take it seriously. So we put the price up. To like yeah. two grand, and they started, they were like, "You can't do that. You can't do that." We're like, "Yeah, we can. We can do it." You know, they, they dismiss it. So when we put the price up, we found we got more orders because they took it a bit more seriously. It's perceived value, isn't it? Yeah, but that thing that that unique offering, that's what opened a lot of doors for us in the agencies because you know the big firms weren't doing it, and it got us into what was essentially a, 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 an old boys network, you know, you know, yeah. we were, I was, I can remember standing in a, in a pub where a well-known print buyer used to hold court in, in West London every lunchtime. And you were in there and the owners of all the big uh, poster printers were in, were in this pub. And then I turned up, you know, literally, literally still covered in acne and just out of my teens, you know, <laughs> and, and picking up job bags. And these guys were like, Who, who's this guy? You know what I mean? What's this, what, how does this, how's this guy got into our club? Um, so, uh, so yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting times. That's great. You're a great disruptor then. Not yeah, rebellious, a bit. We, disruptive, yeah, we but in a good way. We were a little bit of a, a, a disruptor. I, I certainly have always been a, 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 a disruptor. I, 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 I like. I suppose I'm that old guard now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you're not. So, not yet. I'm probably that. a long way to go before you get there. Tell I, us, I don't know, Andy. Um, no, it's not, not far off. <laughs> tell us about which markets did you serve in the early days? Then billboards and how yeah, did that? Billboards. How did that grow? Billboards. Um, billboards was 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 the start of it, and obviously as the as the as the other you know the bigger firms they sort of recognized that there was something in this you know short run large format business so they started getting involved so that market became competitive mm-hmm. um quite quickly um and 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 the 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 um there was a couple of elections that went on and billboards were guerrilla guerrilla billboards that were turning up outside you know, party conferences and stuff like that. We we did some of that, and people were starting to see the benefits of of this kind of quick turnaround um, um, messaging. Um, but that got quite competitive quite quickly. But then it it became apparent that retailers were the retail um, market, which was which in the late nineties was 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 prolific. You know, there were there was a lot of new brands and new stores and and, and a lot of opportunity in in that. In that, um, the, the I think the high street had probably taken a bit of a beating in the eighties, and and now new brands were starting to come up and 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 show their faces, and we 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 sort of latched onto that, and we were seeing retailers that were just starting up, and new brands that were just starting up, and we were targeting them and ringing them up and going, look, you don't need to be Woolworths to have a, you know, two hundred stores worth of POS. So we were doing, we were do, in those days, we were doing early. Uh, hoardings um, in shopping centres, and we were doing 
uh, backlit graphics. They were quite popular. And, and at this point as well, we probably moved into like the inkjet side of, uh-huh. of the business and started using um, design jets from NCAD, I think they were called. Or yeah, yeah. and then we had a, they, they 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 sort of started us off in the in the retail market. It's amazing. It's an amazing story. Andy, tell us, which market sectors do you now serve and which and with which technologies? And how are, moving on, how are they changing right now? Well, it, it, again, it, it, we started off in billboards, but we stayed doing billboards. We moved into retail um, and, and, and then we started from retail. We got into doing trade work for sign companies mm-hmm. um, that were working in those retail sectors. Um and, and, and I think what I've learned from being through very challenging times is mm-hmm. you need, it's so important to be and have a diverse portfolio of, of, of clients, yeah. you know, and, and so we don't specialize in any one area. So we don't, we don't, we do, we do, you know, we do a lot of work in the construction industry, in the infrastructure industry. Um, we do a lot of work in the fleet livery market in the advertising market um, um, and, and and we try and keep a really, you know, big spread of different customers. So, yeah. you know, in terms of what sectors we work in, I try and work in all of them if there are mm-hmm. opportunities in sectors, but I don't want to be, you know, a, 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 a jack of all trades, master of none. You know, again, we've got a team here that, that have, many of them have been with me since we started and, you know, they've, they've, they're, they're, knowledge has grown with the business so we 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 we've got massive knowledge base of just stuff like it, 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 you start to move into other areas particularly when you're working in the construction industry for example yeah. printing hoardings and construction signage and marketing suites is, is actually there are lots of parallels between that and the retail industry for example but yeah. what we've learned you know in certain areas is, is, is how to deal with the compliance you know how do you send a, a, a printer to a building site, you know, yeah. and, and get the correct certification to be able to work on that site. So, uh, same with fleet liveries. You know, when we when we, you know, it's all self adhesive vinyl that we use in the construction and retail industry. But it's 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 how we apply that to, you know, a, a vehicle that's moving down the road at you know seventy miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but in terms of you know the market sectors, we 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 try and keep a hand in construction, fleet livery, retail, advertising, um, retail and luxury brands, um, because that's that that we is slightly different because you get into a lot of events and and, and product launches. Um, and and again just keep an eye on what what what's moving, you know, what what new opportunities there are. Um, for example, you know, we 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 do rather well in, in the infrastructure marketplace which is if, if, if that's not a familiar term we we, we started working with crossrail in 2012 okay um, and that led us on to working with uh crossrail obviously the the, the london railway under underground london railway elizabeth line and then that that opened up opportunities for us at tideway which is the big refurbishment of the of the london sewers they had a lot of sites that needed mm-hmm. in communications and stuff and more recently working on hs2 um, so all the all the sites need to be to communicate with their immediate surroundings as to what's going on. Um, that's not a marketplace we ever saw coming. It arrived. Same with the fleet liveries. Yeah. You know, again, that was around. Um, I think that was about 11, 2011, but really took off in twenty twelve during the Olympics when you know London was a big focus 
and the the the, the taxi market, um, uh, the taxi advertisers approached us and said, look, you know what. We, 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 we're not, you know, we've got hundreds and hundreds of vehicles that we need to get branded by this point in 2012. And we worked with them to create a new method of manufacture and a new product and a yeah. new supply chain. And that stood the test of time. And, you know, 10 years later, we're still doing it, you know, and, and, and working in those markets. And, and it reinvented it, you know, again, applying the technology that we, that we use. So you so must yeah, be using different markets. You must, be, you must be using multiple technologies, multiple materials across those markets, because when you just talk about the rail network, I guess you're working in both areas. You're going to be providing signage, et cetera, for health and safety, as mm. well as marketing and branding, aren't you? So you must be covering a lot of a lot of different bases there. Actually, actually, do you know what? No, I'm not. OK. And, and, and that's an important, an important lesson that we learned because early on, yeah, you're right. We did have lots of different technologies from lots of different suppliers. Mm hmm. But I've found actually, I've consolidated. Um, I've consolidated into actually a limited portfolio of products. So if you look at a good restaurant, yeah, good restaurant yeah. has got a very concise menu, you know, yes. uh, and and almost you need to apply that theory to 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 working in in in, in manufacturing. If you let the customer lead you and let the customer tell you what they want. Um, then you will end up in that situation where you're trying to cover all bases. Um, but actually, we we try and lead the customer and uh -huh. let us let them be reassured that our twenty, well, twenty three years at press on, but you know, I've been in the in the industry nearly thirty years now. Let us, you know, assure you that the products that we're going to use. So it's not in, in the old days. The customer used to come to us and say, right, I want this type of vinyl on this type of board. Um, and I want it uh, laminated with this type of film. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't allow that now. It's very much what do you want in terms of the end product? Yes, and then we'll manufacture it accordingly. And actually, in in, in more recent years, we've consolidated all of the technology. We only use um, HP's latex technology now. Um, so our roll to roll Fabulous. machines, are, yeah, our roll to roll machines are HP latex, and our hybrid flatbeds are both. Um, uh, uh, latex technology, and 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 that's not to take anything away necessarily from the other technologies. We've only just recently shut down the last of our Vutex and and, mm -hmm. and shipped that one out the door. But I just feel that the technology, the UV technology, solvent technology is not 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 going to work for us in terms of our environmental policies anymore. Yes. Even having it here now would be would be a contrary to that to those policies. UV technology is 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 probably, although not it's not as bad as the solvents. It's the the the, the technology is not as 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 clean as as and, and efficient as the as the latex technology we use. And obviously, latex is a water based uh, ink. Mm -hmm. um, so so we 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 now just solely use water based ink. Uh, and, and even in the laminates that we use, the liquid coatings that we use, they're now all water based. Um, and not UV. So, so yeah, it's um, it, it, what the, the the trick is really to, in my opinion, you know, I've been you know been in this a little while now. Is actually try and consolidate and 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 not dictate to the client, but you know, give the client a product that suits you rather than the client leading you in what in which product they want. That that might sound you know 
you know, the customer's always right. Actually, the customer isn't always right. Mm-hmm. I'm the expert. My team are the experts in, in, in what we manufacture, and we should be able to lead the customer and, 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 and give the customer assurance that what we're manufacturing is, 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 um, is, is, is suitable for their, for their uh, application. But that's not to say that, you know, if we can't do a job, you know, if, if our technology, which I, I would be, there's not much that we can't do, um, but the, if the technology is not not applicable to their, um, you know, not suitable for their application, then then it's okay to say that to the customer and say, do you know what, yeah. we, we this isn't a product that we would be able to manufacture um, efficiently for you. So um, we can pass it on to someone else, you know. It's a stronger but, position, isn't it? Yeah, and I think, it, again, you know, it's like we... Again, using the restaurant analogy, you you go walk into a restaurant and and you know you look at the menu, you know it's it's you know have you got have you got have you got you know burgers on the menu? No, I haven't. Um, but if you want a burger, there's a shop next door that sells them. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you become well, you become a specialist, don't you, as well? And I suppose exactly. in, to do that, you've also you know made kind of strategic alliances with your your technology providers and your material yeah. supply chain as well. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 we, we try, especially over the last, um, since Brexit, um, and, and more so since we've really, you know, drilled down on, on where we stand on, on our environmental impact, we've, we've shortened or made a really conscious effort to shorten our supply chains. Yes. You know, it was very clear as we, as we moved towards Brexit that, you know, importing things from you know the far east for example wasn't going to be sustainable um you know and and depending on that cheaper product from the far east wasn't going to be something that we 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 felt we could rely on so we started looking at our own supply chain and so you know where possible if we can we will always buy from the uk yeah that comes that comes at a cost premium um, but we explain that to our customers and explain the benefits of, of, of buying from, from UK customers where possible. Um, uh, and, and, you know, so, so for example, you know, the component parts of it aren't all necessarily manufactured in the UK, but we, we predominantly rely on Metamart vinyls quite heavily um, mm-hmm. to manufactured in Lancaster. Uh, more recently, we, we, we work with uh, APS and their new coat product, which is manufactured in um it's manufactured in Wales. Okay. Um, now the films obviously come in from Europe, um, but the coatings and the manufacture and the conversion gets takes place in in in, um, in in the UK. Same with the boards. It's possible to buy ACM material that's manufactured um, in the UK in in Dover actually, um, and and that's that's that, that's our preference. If we cannot buy a, a product that's manufactured in the UK, then our next best preference would be Europe. If it's coming from outside Europe, then we really need to ask ourselves whether we it's, it's a product that we want to have in our portfolio. So those, those questions are so important, aren't they? Because you, you're you know you're gradually over time building complete transparency and traceability within your supply chain, which ultimately your yeah. client is going to ask for more and more and more. Yeah, I got I got really I got really fed up in a few years ago. There was a real trend of companies bragging about their their green credentials and, yeah. and and how much they were, you know, you know, ticking boxes on 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 documents and questionnaires from their customers. 
but they were using, you know, recycled material from the Far East. And I just couldn't see that. I couldn't see how that was. Yeah. Was, was, was. Where the uh, carbon saving is in that. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the carbon savings there. And, and there's no um, accountability for, for actually how that material was manufactured. Yes. Where did that waste come from? You know, yes. what is it? Where is it? What, you know, it, there, there were too many, it wasn't auditable. So I, I preferred to go, you know, well, we've shortened our supply chain. We're buying it, you know, you know, within UK if possible and Europe if not. And yeah, okay. So the, there are um, there are certain materials that we still use. The, 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 we don't do the PVC banners anymore. We've, we've moved mm-hmm. all to uh, polyester fabrics uh, and, and where possible, they're, they're, they're from recycled sources. Uh, we still use PVC um, in, in a lot of our uh, vehicle applications. That's unavoidable. But Metamark have got some really great, uh, products on offer now um, that have got take back programs on them, so they they right. ensure that they 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 come out of the, um, the the waste chain, if you like, and and we can track where that's going back to them and and, and to be recycled. Same with their own waste, you know, it's all zero landfill now. Um, a lot of it, you know, we've got wood bins, you know, recycled plastic bins. The release liners are recycled in different locations as well. But Do you think- essentially, making sure that doesn't go into landfill. And, and holding our waste suppliers to account and using credible waste suppliers as well. That's another yes. uh, in, in, important um, important thing to do. So, so yeah. Are your customers willing then, do you think there is a growing acceptance that it is going to cost a little bit more to, to use this? Great. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, and we pursue, we are pursuing clients that recognise that. So we are, we are actively recruiting customers that share that, that, that share our your vision you know, and align with our policies on on yeah. on, on on producing um you know waste. It, it, the, the printing industry has never been it's important as well that we need to also accept and acknowledge the fact that the printing industry has not been environmentally friendly it mm-hmm. has never been environmentally friendly um and it has had a high impact on the environment but i think it's important and you know we've We've been working on this for some years now, just to just go acknowledge that and just go, yeah, but we 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 we're steering this ship, you know, towards a, a better outcome, and we've changed this business immensely since you know even since 2016 where we really started to knuckle into this, um, and you know the, the portfolio of products that we offer now are completely different, um, and and even the technology that we're using, you know, the the, the more efficient you know, latex printers, yeah. um, you know, and the water-based inks that we've, 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 we, we, we're working with. It's important that we do that. So we can go to the customers go, you know, this is the journey we've been on, not just, you know, buying a product off the shelf and printing on it and going, look how good we are at being, yeah. you know, environmentally, con- that's not good enough. You know, it needs to be, you know, there needs to be, you need to really look inward at the business and go, what can we do better? Changing light bulbs is a start, but it, it runs deeper than that, you know, it, 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 and you've got to commit to it. And it's and it's when you've committed to it at a certain level, you can then go to a customer and go, look what we've done. You know, we, do you we, think then, do you think then, Andy, one of my questions is where is the biggest opportunity? And probably that's it, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. No, you, you're, you're absolutely right. If you've, if you are, if you are, you know, committed to um you know going towards carbon neutral uh if you're committed to you know 
changing the materials and 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 and, and looking at better you know outcomes for lowering environmental impact and, it, and this is what important as well you know that that whole um going green philosophy it's it's mm-hmm. not that's not we're not there you know we're not printing on 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 you know leaves off the trees but we're, we're looking at different different types of materials everything we've been printing on 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 um on leather products you know and yeah. and, and, and that, that are being um explored again using latex technology obviously it's a byproduct of the of the of the food market um and and so we've, we've been working with a company doing printing on leather and stuff and 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 again you know just looking at you know there are and, and by by sort of shining that light on it we all, it also attracts you know other opportunities and, and that that came from um, just you know, we were working with another supplier, and they said, "Have you tried? Have you spoken to this guy? And he's printed on this leather product that they're getting recycled from from here." So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to be. There's a lot to be worked on, and it's an exciting market as well. It's it's an interesting market. Do you find the flexibility between those two machines works with you as well? Because you've got the flatbed and the roll to roll, haven't you? Yeah, I mean the roll to rolls. Yeah, I mean we the roll to rolls predominantly are printing. Um, we do a lot of polyester fabrics. Um, for exhibition tension frame type applications on the roll to rolls, we do a lot of wallpaper, uh, PVC free wallpaper on the yeah. on the roll to rolls. But the beauty of the the um, the the hybrids, the the R two thousand series ones, we do they do both. So yeah. you know, if we've got a bottleneck on one of the machines, or you know. Inevitably, you know, we might have a, a technical issue on one of the on the big world trials. We can always jump onto the yeah. onto hybrids, and they can run um, they can run you know rolls as well as as sheets unattended. That's the other key thing with the latex; you can run them unattended. We couldn't run our um, UV machines unattended; they didn't have the same safeguards in them. Um, so yeah, it, 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 they're very versatile. I mean, I've got four at the moment. We've got four machines. The two uh, 3.2 meter roll to rolls have both got dual rolls on them, and the two um, latex R2000s. And there's not, I can't think of a job that we've had through here this year that we've not been able to do. Um, Fantastic. The only thing I'm kind of steering away from more and more is the PVC banner market. Uh-huh. I just, I can't, I could do them on, the, on those machines, but I don't want to, it's, it's quite, it's quite low yield in terms of profitability. And I just, I just don't feel that comfortable with, with pushing banner PVC into the marketplace anymore. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I, if I can't steer them onto, onto polyester, which is, you know, much easier to, to, to recycle, cleaner to recycle, then I, I, I really, I don't, I don't like the idea of PVC banners anymore. That's great, isn't it? That you are, as you say, steering your customers and, and, it's a great partnership, really. That trust that becomes between you and your customer base is is yeah protects I your business too. Trust's a good word, actually, because you know we have got we have got a varied list of customers, and I'm quite proud of the the the, the kind of type of customers that we've got for such a small company. Because we're not a big mm-hmm. firm, we're not one of the we're not one of the big players in this industry. Um, but I, I, I'm yeah we we find talking to them and asking them and, and they're coming to us. You know, we've had some very big brands come to us and go, we want to do more on the sustainability side of our business. What if, what are you guys doing? You know, we had that this year with, I, I don't want to name the brand, but a very big brand, you know, set up a department, 
came to us and said, look, can you talk us through what your journey's been mm -hmm. to help us um, on ours? And I was like, really? <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah. But it's funny that we all assume, don't we, there's so much to learn about, you know, environmentally friendly, secure materials, manufacturing technologies, responsible corporate social, social responsibility. We all kind of assume that everybody knows more than we do, but we're all in this journey together, aren't we? Yeah, well, I've, it's become apparent. I mean, because I'm not, listen, I, I still don't proclaim to have all the answers. You know, it's still very much. None of us do. Yeah. Every day is a school day. You know, we, we, we've got, you know, we, for example, we, we, we looked very closely at, at you know, because we go in and out of London a lot. Uh, and uh -huh. We look really closely at changing over to, to electric vans. And we were like, right, we're going to, you know, because our vans were coming up for renewal. So we said, right, well, let's change to electric because that makes sense and all the rest of it. Um, but there's so much to learn within that environment in that the, the vans can't take the weight that we need to put in them to take into London because of the battery packs. They've, okay. they've got a limited weight capability. They've also got a limited range. Um, so, you know, we're, 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 so we've, we've learned from that and we're now monitoring that marketplace. So when, when electric vans, and they, and they are moving quite, quite, quite strongly forward, if you can buy them, um, right. the they're available yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so, you know um so so yeah we, we you know looking at that so you think oh yeah i'm just gonna i'm gonna do this but actually it's 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 well talked about but not not commercially viable yet so you know stuff like that but, but so and, and talk, to think about talking to the partners as well i mean it's like with 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 our association with with hp you know we 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 found you know there was a particular brand that we were working with that 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 are very, very environmentally friendly, particularly focused on on reducing the use of plastic, mm -hmm. um, and and they were you know very conscious of of who what we were doing. So we had the whole audit process, and we we found you know that that, that saying that we were working with HP and we 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 use HP technology and stuff like that. That they they recognised that brand as being a pioneer in that in that area. Unfortunately, the other brands that exist in the industry aren't, aren't maybe shouting about it so much and they're not recognised, although they might be, you know, big and recognisable brands to us within our, within our, uh, our network. Um, they're not outside the, the industry. So, so when you go in and you've got, you know, HP partnership, they're, 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 they're kind of reassured by that because it's a recognised brand. It's the same with our waste um, company. We use Veolia. You know, it's a, it's a recognised brand yeah, that, yeah. that that is um, that is known for you know pioneering you know recycling yeah. and, and 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 repurposing and and being responsible about waste disposal. Some of the smaller companies yet they don't they don't they don't necessarily recognise some of the some of the some of the, the the other types of companies. So so yeah, we've we've being a smaller company, I think I've found that aligning yourself with bigger brands. Has, has helped us, you know, learn what we need to 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 do to compete, but also reassure the yeah, the, trust the, is building trust again, isn't it? Really, and shortening the learning yeah. curve, yeah, with yeah, people that you the, trust. Yeah, trust is certainly you know so, something that is actually yeah a, a, a really important part of it. Yeah, that was great, Andy. You have done, and I've seen so many of them, some fantastic installations. <laughs> Which one would you say was your favourite? And what challenges um, did it give you, and how did you overcome them? Uh, it's, it's hard to Too remember. Many, all isn't that. There? There's been a, there's yeah. been a few. Uh, I, I, um, we, we, we won a lot of awards for the for the when we wrapped that HMS president on the Thames, and that was uh, 
that that one I, I must admit I got sick of talking about it for for a couple of years afterwards. But kind of <laughs> did that. Um, we've worked with some really you know great individuals. We did a, an exhibition with the with the uh, portrait artist Peru a couple of years ago. Big Cat um, for the Big Cat Sanctuary. I really enjoyed working on that one. Um, do you know what? So many. It's so difficult to 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 pinpoint. You know. But I do enjoy, even now, you know, when we we've worked on a project here, and it's like this morning we did some we did some fans. There were nothing special, but it was it was a it was just a nice little project that we worked on, and and yeah. and you know we we share all the install pictures with the rest of the team every day. So when the fitters do the pictures and they send that, I, I get more out of seeing you know without sounding corny, but I get more out of seeing you know you know, enjoyment out of the yeah. team here for, 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 for making those uh, products than I get out of actually looking at it and going, Oh yeah. Wow. We did a little bit of, we did a little bit years ago of, of putting them in for awards and stuff like that. But, but it seems a bit self-gratifying, but I, 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 I enjoy these guys getting enjoyment out of, out of the world. You're right though. Cause there is no I in team is there, you know, when we- without the A to Z of your manufacturing unit there and everybody's care and passion for technology and, and environmentally secure progress. That's how yeah, we well, achieve it, everything. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, everybody's got to be on board. Yeah. You know, you, you, you need to, you need to have a, it's not easy. Do you know what I mean? It's, you, 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 you can't, you can't be excited about everything all the time, but and, and sometimes when the deadlines are tight and you know people are working long hours, you know getting getting everyone to be enthusiastic is is it's not always it's not always possible. But um, but yeah, I think you know I've always had this thing where you know people have got to want to do a job, yeah. you know, and it, and and the way you're going to want to do a job is seeing a good outcome at the end of that job. Yeah. So seeing the job that went through the system was a successful installation and the customer's happy. That's a good start. And, then and now it's cheap. And, and, and making sure they come out. But now drilling into, you know, actually doing it a different way to add a more positive yeah. outcome, not just for the customer, but for the for the for the wider, you know, environment. It is. It's it's such an incredible time, I think, for the industry at large too, you know, with the whole sustainability um agenda allows all of us to change our processes and just switch everything up really there's so much to learn it's really exciting it's going to be a massive change for the industry it's it's, it's, it's made it interesting again yeah i agree to, with to, you i know it sounds weird but it's kind of made for for a little while you know probably sort of mid you know middle of the last decade i agree it with you. just it got really it got really like all about price 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 yeah you know same kind of products being used because it was all about price and now it's still about price. It's still about yeah. value, mm-hmm. but it's also about you know different criteria, and 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 it's and it's enabled us to you know offer up different opportunities and different methods of manufacture, um, and 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 share that with customers that are a bit more open to looking at alternatives. Yeah. It's allowed um, you to find your successful niche, hasn't it, really? Yeah. Build, and then yeah. continue to build on that, which kind of yeah. leads us to our last question, Andy. I'm so conscious of time. What's next? How what's do you next? see it? And what's next? You've discussed so much, but how do you see the business and the product offer evolving over the years ahead? 
it's such a volatile we're we're in such a volatile um time in terms of you know if you if you'd asked me that a few years ago i'd have said obviously you know the impact of brexit and how that's going to pan out obviously you know we, we sit here in a in a in a very you know interesting time politically uh-huh. um and 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 socially i mean you know there's there's you know you're acutely aware we're, oh, we're doing great things you know printing pretty pictures but there's a whole war going on in in europe you know and and, yeah, and, and what impact that's going to have on us in terms of you know, are we going to have blackouts this this winter? Is is our production that relies on manufacturing twenty four hours a day going to be going to be reduced? So, you know, how how will we adapt to that? But I think if 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 um, I think in the immediate uh, future we we need to just carry on. We're only just starting, you know, to 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 really reprogram ourselves and our businesses in terms of how we operate in a more you know environmentally responsible fashion um so so that that will continue i think probably for the next um i reckon that's probably got a good you know five to ten years left in it of exploring the technology Mm -hmm. you know technology for for us in our industry has all been about you know fast and cheap for, for for a long time and now it needs to be that <laughs> and 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 socially uh, environmentally responsible so yeah I, I think i think this winter you know is is going to be it's going to be interesting in terms of what impact you know the energy crisis will have on us mm-hmm. um, obviously everybody's energy bills in our industries doubled i certainly yeah. have wow but um but yeah i, I think we just got to keep keep on working towards you know looking at what we're doing uh, and 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 how we can do that better for, for for everybody that's fantastic it's great congratulations it's a wonderful story it really is a great success story andy and thank you so so much for sharing your knowledge and your vision with us today it's been a pleasure chatting with you thank you thank you very much